Women Taking the Lead, Episode 223. As neurotypical, most people would refer to it as, so us everyday people, we are educated to change the ways of a lot of children and adults with autism, but don't do it ourselves. (laughs) And I find that quite interesting that a lot of people don't like change and therefore we need to learn to embrace change ourselves to be able to see that change is a possibility for others because you can't expect something from someone if you're not going to do it yourself. And to also look at that obstacles can be turned into opportunities. That's something that I've learned through my journey. But if I had known that many years ago, I would have seen life so differently. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. If you are sick of tracking your income and expenditures on a spreadsheet and you're dreading investing in a cumbersome software with a huge learning curve, then you're going to want to check out FreshBooks. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Naomi Amat, who is a mother of a child on the autism spectrum and a specialist coach for families like hers. She manages an amazing movement, Autism Living Life on the Spectrum, which consists of over 9,000 people touched by autism and or special needs with a focus in helping families create a life where they can turn the obstacles they are presented with into opportunities. Naomi, that is brief. So if you could give us a little more, a, a broader picture of who you are in the world and your own humble beginnings. No worries. Thank you, Jodie. Um, yeah, life has been very interesting. Our son was diagnosed um, when he was just over two, so very early for a lot of children. Um, but that was rewinding the clock sort of 12 odd years ago now for us. And it was very sort of clear that there was something that wasn't quite right with him when we first started. But he was. we were fortunate in a strange way with him that he was very definitely on the spectrum. He had very common traits that showed that he definitely met the criteria to be on the spectrum. But once we got there, which took time, it was actually very interesting because of our journey from the beginning. It was, for me, the best way I always described it is after having this realisation, because he's our second child um, of three, and as we all know, having children is such an exciting journey and you're excited about it having, and we have a girl first and then we're having a boy. So the blessings of having a boy and going, yes, this is what life's about. It was a real reality shock to find out that there was more to our boy than what we thought. And services are out there, but when you actually then end up in this situation, for me, I felt like it was actually asking for a fruit or veggie that was out of season when it came to actually accessing things, which was one of our biggest obstacles to start with. You're actually having to fight nonstop to actually seek assistance and guidance in how we were going to deal with everyday life. And that's what it felt like every time you picked up the phone or you tried to access something. It was like you were asking for something that never existed um, or was out of season, as I said, like a fruit and veggie, and it wasn't something that you could access at this time. So it actually made life very interesting 
for us to move forward. But what I did do is I looked at how I could make the most of what I could access in moving forward. So I started drawing on resources and becoming my own advocate and getting to know my son for who he was and how he was. And that's what actually helped us to move forward in life. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you have this thriving community of families who are reaching out, finding out about those resources and how to advocate for themselves. But you've had a journey to get there, right? Your son was diagnosed 12 years ago, and I'm sure it has been a very windy, somewhat bumpy road. Um, very much so. <laughs> right. And still, and as we all know, like really, there's like no point where we, we say, I've made it. This is success. I can stop putting in effort. But this is a nice snapshot of life right now where you're leading this community. You're 12 years on the other side of those days of, you know, not really knowing what to do and having to advocate all the time. But I would love for you to take us back to a time in your life when you were playing small. And though I, you know, describe playing small as, you know, there's times when we don't realize how capable we are or or the value that we bring. And so we hold ourselves back because we just have this picture of ourselves that that's a little less than what the reality is. So if you could, Naomi, share with us that story and the lessons you've learned. Yeah, um, I would take you back. It would be nearly 10 years now. Um, in actual fact, September this year will be 10 years. Um, this experience, I actually was a facilitator for a program that supported families of children with disabilities. And I took on the role of it and it started, um, essentially because of, I wanted to start a play group for families that were like mine that were struggling because of it was so, hard accessing services and connecting with people similar. Um, and I was in this role, but what actually happened at that time is that we'd actually been away for a weekend. We'd gone away for my cousin's wedding and our dear son fell from a hotel window, which was a turning point in my journey because of it wasn't till that point that I realised that all my focus was actually on our son and everything that we did. Um, it was obviously a huge shock because it's not something that you ever expect. Um, and clearly he survived fine, but it was a very traumatic few weeks um, because he had fallen so far. He'd actually luckily only f- got a small fracture, but it was actually the realisation and learnings from that, that in him being our key focus, that everything had been taken away from me being who I am, but also what I really wanted to achieve in life. So once we got through all this, I started to realise that I needed to change my focus and put some of my energy into me and what I needed to do for me and start working towards achieving some of those goals that I wanted in life and change the direction I was heading. So in the reality of what happened and as traumatic as it was, it was actually a blessing because it opened up doors to things that I would never have looked at doing or never perceived, I suppose, the um, strength that I had within me to one, get through what had happened, but also to see that there were more things that I needed to do for me to move forward. Naomi, my goodness, that must have been a complete shock. And I'm so glad your son was okay. When you first said it, I was like, Oh, oh no, you know, so I'm, I know. So obviously he's okay because he's now, uh, you know, a 14 year old boy doing, doing well out there in the world. But 
what a wake up call, what an opportunity to realize how much you were not living at that point. Like it was, it was just unbelievable. And to, you know, and like this, obviously there will always be questions around the situation because he's nonverbal. So we don't know what really happened. Um, we can only perceive from what we know how it happened. Um, and the trauma that was for him trying to explain to people, you know, understand him because he wasn't coping obviously either and being nonverbal, you don't know what was or wasn't wrong from what happened because they he fell about six to nine meters um roughly and so it's quite a big drop and anything could have gone wrong but he only ended up with a small break on one leg out of it all ironically um so i believe his angels were definitely with him that day and that's where it's life-changing because of you'd never plan on these things you know there's things in life that you can't plan for that are going to be life-changing and you know because I've heard so many families you hear the stories you know when there's a child with special needs be it you know a a life-threatening illness or developmental disability where the parents just just give over you know, and the family starts to circle around yeah. this one child and how, you know, that it's intuitive, right? There, There's a need to step up and give that child more attention, but also how destructive it can be to the family unit because so much attention is put on that one child. And that really is exactly it, is that you are, and I think it comes down to the way things are perceived. We are driven in that fashion. Um, because everything's all about the child. So when you try and do things, it's all the focus is on your child with special needs. It's actually not a family unit focus, um, which is one of my passionate areas, which I'll share further on um, a little bit more to the fact that it's actually about changing the way we perceive things. Mm -hmm. I love it. And Naomi, if you could, I'd love to get another story from you. This one, I'd like to focus on a particular wake-up call. Now, your last story definitely had a wake-up call included, but this one will, is usually the one that has led to where you are or to a a, a particular success in your life. So if you could take us back to that moment when you had the realization and you were ready for action and then the steps you took that led to your success. Okay. I would have to say, and that's why I mentioned funny enough about the play group, because of obviously I just um, been part of establishing that. And I left um, that role a while after um, our incident, not related to that, obviously, but it was just time to move on. We were having struggles with our son and I needed to spend time in sorting that out. And years down the track, obviously, we've gone and I've spent time with him. He's settled um, a lot better. We had major improvements in um, behaviour issues we had with him because I'd worked on this um, and settled things and we were making, as I said, the progress. Family dynamics were... Um, moving forward but I was no longer had anything for me as such I was lost in a world and had lost me essentially and I was pondering through life as you do because you're still a busy mum um three children sporting activity school husband that um does long work hours and that and it wasn't till one day I'd been talking to a few people and the realisation was is some of the happiest times I had was actually sharing what I gained from our journey with other people, which was back when I did this program. Um, and I went, I need to go back 
to doing something like that. That's where my calling is. That's, you know, I feel where I need to be. So I started looking at how I would approach it. And that's when I decided that because obviously Facebook, you know, is a very um, prominent place to be, that I would start a group and start sharing my learnings. And over time that progressively evolved and I started to realize that there was more I could share with people. And let's go in, you know, let, let's dig deeper into what I have to offer and what I've learned, what I've gained from my journey, but also from workshops I've attended or programs I've been involved in, what other professionals have shared with us over the years from these things. And let's bring it together and share all this information with people so that they can gain from what I've learned as well so that they can be better prepared for their journey and make as many gains, if not more, than what we have with ours. Consequently, that's when my group evolved into something huge and we've been building it since then. How what was the what was the progression, Naomi? You had this idea that you wanted to share your experience with others, bring them together. What were some of the first steps that you took to do this? Um, one of conversations with people because of obviously quite often, as you're aware, when we become leaders, we don't actually see that we're a leader at the time. Um, so people are going, you know, you're amazing. You know, you need to share this with other people. So it was actually learning to listen to what people are saying, um, rather than just being who I am, which is, you know, something that was natural to me. So actually grasping the fact that these people were pointing out key areas that were of value to everyone in our local community and beyond. Then it was a case of going, drawing on techniques and skills that I'd developed before and looking at how I was going to network to create the opportunity for others. So where do you draw on? What do you do? Talking to people within our local communities, but then also sharing this information through Facebook and developing strategies, which then evolved in me going into looking at programs, which is something I wouldn't have done, but I looked at um, obviously upskilling myself. So I had a better understanding of how I could project myself in a way that was of value to everybody rather than going with the low-key everyday momentum because I wanted to really be powerful and make an impact so by doing these things and also the self-development of myself in the meantime meant that I gained knowledge in areas that is very diverse um, which was looking at your own development and how you can connect better with your child um, by nurturing yourself which is a lot of value and I think a lot of people miss this that in when you learn to nurture you and understand yourself it does actually connect you better with your family and children which is what becomes a key priority on the journey then. And Naomi, what I'm hearing from what you're saying is a lot of it was just you took what you were already doing and just amplified it a little bit, you know, in talking to more people. It sounds like just by putting yourself out there and talking about what you what you wanted to do and um, just sharing like what was going on in your life that the it's almost like, and I'm stumbling over my words here, but the picture I'm getting is like, it was just baby steps, like one it thing was. after another. Was, mm -hmm. That's it. And a lot of it evolved, Jody, on its own. It was a case of 
and being guided, following your intuition and going, yep, this is what I need to do now. No, we need to stand still for a moment. This is what's happening. This is the right place to be at the right time. And I feel as a leader, that's something that is very hard because we get driven by something, but we don't know how to stand still at the right time because we tend to keep driving and forget that sometimes that we need to slow down. And that's part of everyday life. You know, you need to allow yourself to process everything and allow it to evolve and and that happens whether it's personally or professionally. So when you blend the two at the right pace, you get the perfect outcome. I love it. And Naomi, this is a great segue because I always want to hear about the different leadership styles that my guests have. I think another misconception people have about leaders is that leaders are kind of all, you know, built from the same mold. And I think that's why a lot of Women, I know some men go through this too, but especially women don't recognize that they are leaders because they think of the CEO of a Fortune 500 company and what their personality types are and the things that they have going on. So if you could give us a, give us a bigger picture of what leadership can entail by telling us about your own personal leadership style. Okay. So for me, leadership is about Obviously, not just sharing my journey, but sharing how I've been impacted by the journey. Um, because of, I feel that sharing your journey is only a part of it, but it's actually, as I mentioned, overcoming those obstacles and turning them into opportunities. So looking at what you can do to gain from every situation, which means that it was learning about understanding me because of, you know, my childhood, everything else. You go through life, you have dreams, goals and all things, and then they change. They don't, you know, your direction doesn't always go the path that you planned it on. Um, and quite often it's that for many people. And I think drawing on that and understanding that it's okay to take a different path to what you originally planned on because of that path may be what's going to take you better places and bigger places than you ever planned. And so I took time to delve into myself and I looked at the emotional impact and understanding me and the emotions that you carry as part of it, looking at the physical impact, looking at the mental impact, and then taking the whole family dynamics into consideration and things that have happened and how you can actually move forward from every situation that may have been perceived as a negative by most people and see it as a positive. And those some steps were huge and very hard turning curves. Others were small baby steps. But it was a point that it allowed you to become the best person you can be. And even to the extent that I did a course, I actually um, did a whole week course on understanding your emotions and how they impact you. And it was just phenomenal and life changing. Um, it's also looking at spiritual concepts. I've um, looked into different connections there and how you can actually use your own energy to help heal parts of your body. Um, with that, understanding colors is another thing that's very um, I'm very passionate about and a lot of people find very interesting how color has energy and can help you with healing. So I've brought in a whole diverse different range of things that I use with me and then I share it when it's required or someone is seeking something different and it then brings it together as a different package for everyone because everyone likes to gain knowledge in different areas and understanding. So therefore, when you've got multiple things to draw on, 
it makes it a very interesting journey for people to share, but also to gain from. Mm -hmm. And a very holistic approach to your own leadership, not just looking at who you are in your professional life and how you are technically, you know, leading, but also looking at all areas of your life in terms of your emotions, your health, your perspective, you know, how you deal with what's going on in front of you. And you gave, you know, just to, to share, you gave a great example. Before we hit record, we were chatting about a few things. And one of the things you talked about was your son was never someone to sleep a lot. And so you might be up at four o'clock in the morning often, you know, because that was his sleep schedule. And then you shared with me that you just started looking at, well, what's great about four o'clock in the morning? Okay, it's quiet. It's peaceful. I can watch the sunrise. Like, really taking a look at what felt like an obstacle and looking at the opportunity of it instead. Oh, definitely. And that, you know, is life changing in itself. And it was one of those things that became a turning point in the journey because of it meant that you saw things differently rather than looking at the exhaustion, you know, going to bed and dreading waking the next morning because it was going to be an early start. You would go to bed and go, I'm going to get the most out of this sleep and we'll embrace the day when it starts. Um, so if the sun was rise, you know, being able to see the sunrise to get five minutes more sleep trade, you just made the difference because it meant that each time you would progress and then you, your focus became about let's get more of what we're getting rather than what we haven't got. So you actually change the whole focus and your perception, mm-hmm. which is huge. Let's take a pause right here so I can tell you a little bit more about FreshBooks. It all starts with invoicing, but actually FreshBooks has many features to help you keep organized and streamline the business side of being a freelancer or small business owner. The FreshBooks dashboard has been curated to answer the one burning question for any small business owner. How is my business doing? No more guessing games on what's owed, overdue, or whether you're in the red. The new notification center is like your personal assistant telling you what's changed in your business since you last logged in and what should be dealt with, like overdue invoices. This lets you focus on what's needed to get done and help you get back to your work faster. They have an easy invoicing, invoice customization, collection of deposits, and the ability to take online payments. You'll also be able to see if a client has viewed your invoice, saving you from the guesswork. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash lead and enter women taking the lead in the how did you hear about us section. Let's get back to the interview. And Naomi, what is one thing that you're working on right now that you're really excited about and want to share with us? Um, right now, most probably my biggest um, approach, especially obviously with autism, I call it acceptance rather than awareness because of it's a different context. Um, awareness it has been around for so long, but for me, acceptance is very different because awareness is a bit like um, knowing someone is black and white. Acceptance to me is knowing the people for who they are. So it could be like for us knowing that they're Caucasian or indigenous so it's actually seeing people for who they really are and not just what you see Mm -hmm. and 
that focus there is creating that acceptance on a global level. So it's actually pushing out there, spreading the word and going, you know, it's time to accept these children, these teenagers and these adults for who they are, because they have more value to share than what a lot of people realize. Um, so I've actually been working on a couple of videos and I did actually release one yesterday that I created, um, which is the many faces of autism. And we've had people from our community contribute pictures of their children to show that, you know, autism does not have a look. It is, you know, it looks like you and me, mm-hmm. basically. So there can be people in your, you know, your communities that actually have autism that you may not be aware of. So let's become more accepting of everybody because you don't know what's behind the scenes of a family dynamics. Mm-hmm. That was something that struck me. I, I have one nephew on the spectrum, and I remember just as, as a family, the, the growing awareness of autism. And of course, you know, when someone in your family is diagnosed with any condition, all of a sudden you're very curious about it. You start researching it. And I remember, yes. I think it was my mom commented at one time, we were, we were walk, like flipping through the pages of, of a book or something, and there were a lot of pictures in it. And my mom was like, Nobody like they all look like normal children. <laughs> they all like you can't you can't tell them apart from normal ch- children in still pictures. You know, it's yes. only when you see the behavior and when when it's in action and, and, and that sort of stuff. And, you know, I was like, yeah, no, there's no distinguishing physical features that distinguishes one person with autism from another. It, it's all in how the brain processes information. That's it, exactly. And that's where the challenge lies. Um, and what leads me to, you know, where I'm moving to because of it's about needing to change perceptions. And on the flip side of things, Naomi, what is the biggest leadership or business challenge you're faced with right now? And that's where I would, you know, and that's where this leads into is it's actually changing the perceptions um, and where I'm heading is People understanding because of as a leader, a lot of people still, I find, do not have a grasp of autism and their perceptions come from different areas. And I respect um, that. And it's something that you also learn and it's educating people on all levels that our understanding and perception of autism for everybody comes from a different view because you're impacted by the media, you're impacted by movies, different people, different experiences our journeys from our past impact us. So what you've come across is what moulds you as an individual into understanding what autism is. So a lot of people, when they come across autism, have a preconceived idea of what autism looks like, what it act like, what it what it is, when in actual fact, one of the most common sayings, which I love, is if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Yes. <laughs> because of I feel that's what needs to be changed is in a global aspect, people need to see people as they are, the unique individuals. And rather than being judgmental, See it that there's a, yes, there is maybe a challenge there at that time that you see this person, but be, you know, accepting of that is the person as they are and know that the parents are doing the best they can with whatever situation they're dealing with, which is where once we start changing perceptions, if people are more 
accepting and inclusive of these children and adults as they grow, people will learn so much more because of these, whether they're children, teenagers or adults on the spectrum, have so much to offer and educate us in seeing the world from such a different view. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, I find that fascinating as well when I'm chatting with my nephew. He's 17 at this yep. point. He, he just gets fascinated by different things. And, you know, and I, I completely agree with you because he also has friends who have autism and they are very distinct from one another because that's the thing with autism. There is a spectrum, right? So yes. not everyone has the same, um, presenting features for, for lack of a better term, you know, so, you, you know, it, but it's, it's very fascinating to interact with somebody whose brain works just a little bit different and to really get a picture of how they're processing information. And also for him, he's noticing things that I would never pick up on. Yes. And, and so- they do, they see, th- they definitely pick up on things and are more aware, I feel, of their surroundings than what we, we see. Yes. You know, they, they perceive to not be aware of their surroundings, but they're aware of things that we don't see. They might not be fit, or I'll speak to, to my nephew. He may not always be responding to what's going on around him, but later he'll have a conversation with you about it. Like it's, he's not making, there are no facial cues or indications of, yup, I understand what you're saying. I hear what's going on. I'm responding to the conversation. Like he'll, he'll be doing whatever he's doing, but later he'll be able to tell you exactly what was said by whom. Because yes. he was listening. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's it. And very often they're very tuned in and you miss the whole, you know, you don't, unaware of the fact that they've taken in more than what you realize Mm -hmm. they look distracted but they are not (laughs) (laughs) all right Naomi now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup so tell us what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader I feel um always reflecting on what is happening around me um because of, I feel that it, my journey is not the only journey, obviously, that has power. And it's gaining from what is shared, but also showing that empathy with those that are on a similar journey and letting them know the reality and that it's okay, that it's not an easy journey. You know, this, you know, autism is not for the faint hearted by a long shot. And that when you share with others that you've been through those struggles and you can come out the other side. I feel it has so much power because of a lot of people when you're in that position, because I know for myself it was the same, you felt like it was never going to end. You know, surviving the journey seemed like such a battle. Um, Whereas when you actually get through it, you go, wow, I did that. But at the time, you often don't see it. And I can see that in memory families that they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel whereas when you actually empower people with knowledge and information to help them through that it actually gives them hope if that's the only thing that they can hang on to that it is possible for change and that the future will be very different to what the reality is at that point in time in their journey what advice would you give your younger self to embrace change because of as um neurotypical most people would refer to it as so us everyday people we are educated to change the ways of a lot of children and adults with autism but don't do it ourselves 
And I find that quite interesting that a lot of people don't like change and therefore we need to learn to embrace change ourselves to be able to see that change is a possibility for others because you can't expect something from someone if you're not going to do it yourself. And to also look at that obstacles can be turned into opportunities. That's something that I've learned through my journey. But if I had known that many years ago, I would have seen life so differently. And now share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. One of my favorite ones is by nurturing you, you can better nurture your family too. I feel that on this journey, if you, the focus, as I mentioned previously, um, is more about our child with autism, whereas changing that perception that it needs to be about you as well and it needs to be a holistic approach on the whole family will change everything. And when we learn to nurture ourselves, we then have the strength and the energy and the drive that we need to be able to solve the obstacles that we come across. When the key focus is our child, we become so overwhelmed by everything that is happening and needs to be done that we actually don't look within to find the answers because everyone's family's dynamics is different. And so what is always suggested is not always going to work. And when you open yourself up to those opportunities and look at life from a different angle, you then start connecting with your child and your family in different ways, which opens up doors for new things to happen, which is what we've done and been able to see how our son can thrive in the world in his own way. Mm -hmm. And that has been an underlying theme throughout this interview, the importance of that you as the caretaker need to see yourself as important as well and take care of you. So that was a great sum up there. It is. And most definitely is Jodie. And it's a perception that in everything, as I said, is a key focus on our children and they are important most definitely. And you throw yourself into everything as any parent would with their child. But the problem is, is they don't show you how to actually keep swimming as a parent while you're actually doing it um, and to keep your head above water. So, When you change that focus and look after you, you then actually gain more, which is what a lot of people can't see. And lastly, Naomi, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? I would recommend jumping on Facebook and Googling, um, searching, obviously, I should say Autism Living Life on the Spectrum, which is our amazing group, which currently has over 9,000 members that I manage, as you mentioned previously, and we have interaction going on daily where people are adding and gaining value all the time. Awesome. And for those of you who are listening, and I know you're oftentimes on the go, you can find all the links and resources that Naomi shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. And Naomi, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for you to level up. If you're looking for ways to have a bigger impact, the Alt-MBA could help you get there. Alt-MBA is an intensive leadership and management workshop designed for changemakers who have a fire in the belly. This is for people who are itching to level up and make a bigger impact. The workshop splits you up into groups every week so you're meeting a bunch of people you'd otherwise never meet. You're getting and giving feedback and seeing your blind spots in a whole new way. The curriculum is entirely hands-on. More than 75% of your time is dedicated to shipping your work, 
practical projects that allow you to apply what you've learned. So if you're tired of courses that you never finish or videos you've only bookmarked, then put those aside and check out the Alt-MBA as a different way to level up. They are now accepting applications for their upcoming sessions. To find out more, visit altmba.com forward slash women taking the lead. And for special consideration, you can mention this podcast in their application and tell them Jody Flynn sent you. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.